to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach, you do... Um, some aquatic running and I've seen that as kind of a way to rehab or cross condition. How, how do I cross condition and how does that help me? Can you discuss that? Sure. So it's fun when you see most training plans, what we generally tend to see is it'll say like run and then, you know, take a break in between and do cross training. So that term cross training has kind of put it kind of encompasses everything for the runner. Like it'll say either do like more cardio, which is like, we'll talk about the aqua running or it'll even say strength. So for a lot of athletes, for a lot of runners, especially because cardio is their thing, a lot of runners cross train using like either a machine or we'll use aqua running. So the idea is to have a day where you're still exercising the muscles, still exercising, of course, the heart. However, you're not loading, you know, you don't have impact. So that's where something like aqua jogging, <laughs> just that's like a, when I hear that word, that I think of like a bunch of old ladies in the pool. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I do, so, I do. <laughs> so the funny thing is like for me, like I, I'm really fortunate because I have a set of bands that I use that are actually for swimming, but you can use them for running. A lot of people use things like noodles, you know, some kind of float. So you don't have to always be touching the ground, right? The nice part with aqua jogging is you can do both. You can run on the actual running on the pool bottom, which is great too, or just, you know, running. So for me, because I teach running, I use the water to also work on the conditioning of the action of running, which is pulling. So then I work on, you know, how you move for running, but moving in the water. And because it's so dense, it's like a strength training workout. So you're getting right. the heart muscles. You're, you're actually, because here's the challenge, guys, when you run for running for real, you're using every single muscle. However, we only want to actively use like less than 10%. But then when you're in the water or when you're on a machine, you can use all kinds of muscle, right? So it is a strength style exercise rather than running, which needs to be 90% cardio. And I I think that's where a lot of, yeah. So, and the funny part is, of course, it's still cardio. Like people will be like, well, I still have. (laughs) Yes. However, it's non-impact, which is a, it's a bonus for runners, right? Because you're thinking, great. I mean, as you should, this gives me a day to get off of my legs, right? It's like giving the legs a break. I though also say you're still doing a lot of work, you know, so it still counts, (laughs) It still counts towards your fitness. It still counts towards your cardio. Uh, so that's why it's so it's so um, prescribed. And yeah. the idea, of course, is like, now here's where I'll say, for me anyway, and kind of when I explain to people, a lot of runners will say, well, it doesn't count because I wasn't right. running. And I'm here to say it absolutely counts. Like you're still with your body. You're still using it. It counts a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's still a really, I, and it almost counts. It's, it's to realize like, it's like when you go straight, when you do strength training, you're, you're loading on purpose, right? You're putting weights in your hands or even just doing body weight work. And the idea is I want the muscle to be able to uh, handle more load, right? Because when you're running, 
you're holding your body weight. So you really want to be strong that way. So you have to train your body both ways, strength and conditioning, and then ultimately the cardio of running. So it's just kind of fun to use cross training, but we do it, of course, with us with purpose to help you in your running. And I always really say, especially to women and not just women, but anybody that has a hard time on land running continuously, I'm like, get in the water and feel that you actually can run for continuous time. You're just putting way too much effort into it. It's kind of a fun way to see that. A lot of people that tell me they can't run distance will tell me, well, I can ride my stationary bike or I can do the elliptical. And I'm like, well, if you can do that, we can get you running. So I think it's also a great way to uh, build up your feeling of being able to go for distance. Yeah. So the other thing, too, that I think I kind of want to remind people is, at least for me anyway, because I've been working with you, um, running, the act of running isn't hard for me in terms of my legs hurt or my quad hurts or something like that. It's actually more difficult for me is the heart rate, right? Is the breathing. So actually, if you think about it, strengthening that muscle, aquatic running as an example, um, actually would make when I get out onto the land feel easier, wouldn't it? Because my heart is getting, I'm used to that heart rate getting up without the impact. And holding, you know, I think one of the challenges, right. And, And the other thing is as well, by the way, so I'm going to include, you know, we just talked about this. So when Caroline used to train for her marathons, for example, she used to do a strength training and also like a boot camp style workout. So this is where I will say to runners and, and I'm guilty of this as well. We try to make our strength training cardio. And I tell people, let strength training, it's okay for it to be a strength training workout without having the heart rate elevated the whole time. That being said, I also do workouts where you combine the strength training with like running drills. And then you are getting that same benefit of getting the heart rate up and doing conditioning. So I like aqua jogging to me would be very similar as doing like, um, and I, I don't want to use the word boot camp because I don't want to use that. Uh, it's not about like going all out. It's about learning that you can hold, uh, you can actually keep going, you know, those style of workouts. Right, right. Um, so what would you do when, it, when we were also talking about that, we were talking about that kind of. When, when I'm training on more consistent nature, and even you and I were working out yesterday, and I was just telling you that like my, my hamstrings, I, I, when I say I feel my hamstrings, I, I want to call it lactic acid, but we were just talking about that that's kind of an old term. But I feel um, pain in both, and I don't even want to call it pain, discomfort. Let's call it discomfort. So discomfort in my hamstrings and my shoulders, but that's exactly what I worked on. Very even. It's exactly in the muscles that we were fatiguing yesterday when we worked out. So to me, I'm like, oh, that's not a big deal. And then if we, you know, do something today in different, uh, you know, groups, I'm going to feel it differently. And so we've had people ask, like, when does that go away? And so I kind of want to, I don't think it ever goes away, does it? (laughs) Well, I think think that the more, the more, the main thing to keep in mind is, and let's go a little bit old school, kind of like lactic acid. (laughs) Uh, We used to work out and we'd like want to feel the burn. Like when I first started training, people were like, that was a very common term, feel the burn. And it really just meant you'd overwork the muscle. It was fatigue. 
you know, what you're feeling is that muscle is not wanting to do what you're asking it to do. And so, and then we got into training body parts, right? And so when you're doing strength training and you're targeting, so like, she's like, so yesterday, for example, we did deadlifts and we did bench press. So it would make sense that if you felt any kind of muscle, it would be where you were working. So posterior chain for the deadlift, which would be glute and hamstring, and then bench press, of course, chest, shoulder, tricep. Back in the day, people would only work like chest, shoulders. The reality is your whole body is working. You are one unit. And the more people would respect that, if you will, that you can still work body parts. That's what strength training does. However, you have to then take your body and realize I'm one unit. Even if I'm doing deadlifts, my neck is working. My back is working. My shoulders are working. Every part of your body is involved. (laughs) It's just what's the most active part, the posterior chain. So then you start to realize that connection you make in strength training. I know we're kind of going off topic, but that's what I have to help people separate in their running. In running, you're one body weight. You're one body part. So we should feel almost no soreness in running. Running should be cardio. Right. And I was kind of bringing that up from the standpoint that like, like you said, cross training, my hamstrings here today. So if I were to go out and run today, they, they'll be sore as I start. Right. I mean, is that, is that correct? Like, should they, should they, I mean, again, that could be people. So I like for me, I did the same workout yesterday. I did heavy deadlifts. I waited three hours and then I went running in my run. I felt nothing. When I started, when I, when I, now, by the way, I am very diligent. I did a running warm up before I started. Now could, yeah. I could feel that I'd done deadlifts. Like I definitely was like, Ooh, I can feel it. And as soon okay. as I started to run, I felt nothing because when you run, you're using very little active muscle contraction. So if I would have felt my hamstrings while I was running, I would have been in my mind thinking, you're working, you're over pulling, <laughs> leave that poor hamstring alone. You already worked on it earlier. <laughs> so I tell people when you finish a run or during a run, like maybe when you first start, yes, you'll be like, okay, I can feel that I did lunges or squats or deadlifts or whatever, whatever exercise you did. However, as you continue running, if you're holding yourself in the right place, remember you're only using 10% active muscle, all your muscles are working. However, what you're doing. So if you're feeling uh, muscle soreness, if you're feeling like, wow, I'm really feeling my, I don't know, hamstrings, calves, then you have to think I'm doing way too much work. This is not a strength training exercise. So I think that's the main difference. When you're doing things like strength workouts, uh, conditioning on a machine, you know, any machine where you're having to use resistance, yes, you will feel more active muscle. But when you go run, you should feel like I can't breathe. Not yeah, ouch. I, not ouch. I can't pull my legs. Right, and and that's kind of what I was trying to talk about. <laughs> maybe, right. maybe right. I didn't. So I hope everybody understands like the difference what we're talking about, especially with uh, learning how to cross train. And if you ever have any questions for RunnerX or questions for Coach Valerie or even questions for me on mindset. Please feel free to reach out to support at runrx, that's R-U-N-R-X dot fit, F-I-T. That's support at runrx dot fit. And we would gladly uh, take the information and answer it on the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. 
If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 